You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. Grand Rising, everybody. Welcome to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. We got a great, I'm going to say a winterful, wonderful Wednesday for you on this special Wednesday, which is the start of winter solstice. That's right. So we're going to be diving into that. Of course, we got to get a little tidbit from Brian Callanan. What is going down tonight on Seattle News Views and Brews right here on Converge Media at 7 p.m.? So, you know, we'll be hearing from him. And Later on in the show, I get to wrap it up with Michael Rhodes, the owner of Mikey's Closet. He's going to be telling us his inspiring story of what got him into business, how his business is growing. And I can't wait to share his story um, toward the end of the show. So, of course, y'all know right now it's the top of the show. So it's a great time for you to tag and share the stream. Yes, you can do it. Go ahead. Tag and share the stream with folks you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on the day with Trey. If you can't watch us, we got you covered. You can listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network. You guys will find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, you name it. Um, any platform, pick your favorite one. There's like 200 plus platforms we're on. So pick your favorite, search for us. You guys will find us there. Thank you to all of the listeners and all of y'all who share the podcast, share the stream. We appreciate our growing audience every single day. Well, that brings me to my first topic of the day. And I'm so energized. I mean, there is so much information and knowledge out right now about winter solstice. And so many more people are getting connected. They're getting plugged in. It is the time of year where we have the shortest day of the year. But through the planetary cycle, in terms of our personal lives, it is the time for us to really reconnect, recharge our energies, redirect certain things that we want want in our lives when it comes to changes in our behavior, our mentality. You know, we've heard here on the show specifically from certain experts around the importance of the connectivity between our physical bodies, our mental capacity, our spirit, and our psyche. Now, we've been hearing it over and over again, and there are so many things that you can be doing in your life to energize the next year. That's right. And this is the time of year to do it. So Curtis is putting a link in the comments there. There's a couple of resources. Well, I'll say plenty of resources, but a couple I know personally that are out right now for you to learn more. There is an entire meditation course that's being offered um, by one of the world-renowned experts when it comes to solstice work. And if you guys just research winter solstice, you will see that this is an ancient practice. This is something that so many di different generations of the past have been taking this time to really reacclimate themselves within. And so you're hearing a lot. I I'm seeing the posts out there. Shout out to everybody who is making posts about this and really bringing it back to the forefront as during this time, we get kind of wrapped up in holidays, but we want to remember that we actually have the power 
power to change the things we want to see in our lives. And this is a perfect time to align yourself with that divine characteristics you have from within. So I will tell you, uh, Curtis is putting a couple links right there in the comments. One of them is toward the guided meditation. Um, it is a whole 21 day meditation. And although winter solstice is known to be December 21st through December 24th, there actually is an expanded time where you can utilize the power of this time of year until the end of January. So you have time to, to solidify a 21 day cycle where you say, look, I am done with this behavior. I'm going to go after it. And I am telling y'all this because I've experienced this personally in the last few years. Um, some of y'all who know me out there have been like, man, what, what are you doing different? I'm experiencing something different with you, your energy. You're so peaceful. You're so calm. And this is one of the tools that I've been using you guys. And so uh, I, I won't say just you guys, you gals, y'all folks, y'all lovely people out there. This is one of those tools that I've been using. And so I wanted to share it. Another link that Curtis is putting there in the comments is for uh, those who want to learn more. Tonight, there is a, a live Facebook that is open to the public. It starts at 5 p.m. our time, 8 p.m. Eastern time. And this is a, a great opportunity. If you're like, I don't know what you're talking about, Trey, I, I, I haven't heard of this. I never participated in anything like this. Or maybe you heard um, and saw posts going around, but you want to learn more. This is a great, great live that is happening tonight. Again, a world-renowned expert, you guys, who has been doing this for almost 50 years, um, has been bringing this information out to the public and has been practicing it personally for a very long time. It's such a treat. I can't believe it that this is now open to the public. And so please click on those links, learn more, figure out if you want to, you know, participate in this 21 day cycle of realigning yourself, but also get the information. Um, there's no charge for you to be on the Facebook live. So it's like one of those things where you can learn more and figure out how to use this planetary time to realign yourself. So I just wanted to share that with all of you. Well, right now we got Brian Callanan coming through to tell us all about tonight's episode of Seattle News, Views and Brews. Hey, Trey, I wanted to make sure I connected with you right before the holidays here. And thank you very much for having me back on the show. We're talking about a lot of different things on Seattle News, Views and Brews tonight on Converge at seven o'clock. A quick preview of what's going on. We're talking about what's going on with the King County Regional Homelessness Authority. As you may know, just over this past week, they released a budget. They released a five-year timeline of some of the different solutions they're trying to bring to the table when it comes to getting people housed, when it comes to providing shelter, when it comes to providing permanent housing as well. So an interesting package that's been presented here, probably the most important and most interesting piece of it, is that it has a $235 million price tag. Now, that's above what Seattle has kicked in here. That's above what King County and some of the other cities around the region have kicked in here. So the challenge right now for the KCRHA is trying to figure out where those dollars come from. Is there going to be some investment from the state? Is there going to be some investment from federal dollars? That's an important part of it, too. President Biden has been talking about investing more money in homelessness over this past week. So as we get into the new year, expect to see some more information from the KCRHA about where these dollars are coming from. I know they're going to be talking with the city and county and state again, so we'll see this unfold over the next several weeks and months for that matter. I should also point out when it comes to the state, 
We're also talking about what's going on with Governor Inslee and the budget proposal that he just put out here. A $70 billion budget revenue forecast for the state are actually looking very good above what the state had projected over just a couple of months ago. So that's something that's on the good side. On the difficult side is something the governor is talking about specific to housing and homelessness. He really is talking about homelessness as a housing issue. And so he's talking about a pretty bold program here that would allow for a lot more shelter, a lot more housing to be built here. He pointed out this point that in the past 10 years, we've grown by a million people in population in the state of Washington, but only 315,000 housing units have been built. So it creates a very difficult situation. So expect to see a lot of discussion in the state legislature when they start up their session, 105-day session. That's starting up really at the beginning of January there on the 9th. So we'll be watching what goes on there, how they're going to take this budget proposal from the governor and craft it into something where we can actually see some results when it comes to housing and homelessness in our region here. So a ton going on. It's a very housing-focused sort of show we're looking at tonight. We're also looking at Initiative 135 for social housing in Seattle. That's a vote that's right around the corner on February 14th. So keep an eye out for that. But a ton to cover here. And Trey, as always, I thank you for having me on the show, even though it's just virtually this time. Happy holidays to you and everybody watching on Converge. If you want to connect with me, folks, make sure you watch Seattle News Views and Brews tonight at 7 o'clock on Converge. Some of the past episodes are on the YouTube channel as well. And if you want to connect with me, at Callanan Seattle on Twitter. Thanks a lot. Happy holidays, everyone. Thanks so much, Brian. Appreciate you guys staying on top of it. I mean, always Seattle News Views and Brews is so informative and it is so important that we have a resource that's really following how all these budget items are going to land. You know how much I care about the housing and houseless issue. Um, you know, this is serious and there is a need for a huge amount of funding to go into this. So I can't wait to see how this unfolds. Thanks so much, Brian. Glad you guys are on it tonight on Seattle News news, views, and brews. Well, after this short break, you all, I get a chance to sit with Michael Rhodes, owner of Mikey's Closet. He's going to be telling us about his inspiring story of what led him to open Mikey's Closet and how the business is going thus far. Stay tuned. You do not want to miss this. You're watching The David Trey. A world of wonder awaits at Pacific Northwest Ballet's The Nutcracker. Treat your loved ones to the Northwest's favorite holiday tradition at Seattle Center's McCall Hall. Tickets start at $27. Visit pnb.org. COVID-19 hurt my income, my health, and my family. We were about to lose our home when we heard we might be eligible for homeowner assistance funds from the government. We called 1-877-894-HOME and a housing counselor stepped in, talked to our lender, and saved our home. Federal funding details at WashingtonHalf.org. That's WashingtonHAF.org. Welcome back, everybody, to the David Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. Joining me right now is Michael Rhodes, owner of Mikey's Closet. What's up, Michael? Hey, Trey. Oh, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm great. It's it's so good to have you on the show. Uh, you know, I want to start from the beginning. I mean, clearly you have a unique story in terms of what got you to say, all right, I'm doing something different. Just tell us a little bit about that. Walk us through that. Okay. So um, I started Mikey's Closet in about 2014. And at that point, it was just kind of a hobby and whatever. Um, 
I was wanted to start something new where I was my own boss. And because at that time I was dealing with my addiction, um, full on alcoholic, three years sober now. Wow. But um, it got to the point where I was like, I need to do, I need something that's going to take me away from the drinking urge. And um, because I lost my grandma back in 2005, and that's when it, my mental just went through the roof. And um, at that time in my life, I was junior in high school, so I was used to partying. Alcohol was my go-to. And then as soon as I lost her, that was it. Like, that's how I dealt with any grief. I was like, okay, I need this bottle. And so that mindset followed me up until 2019. Anytime someone died, I was drinking. Anytime something, just anything, anything, honestly, I was drinking. Like, that was just me. And so um, 2019, I got a DUI and... Yeah, do I sound bad? I no one was injured, none of that, so that's good. But the DUI is what changed my life, like a hundred percent. If I didn't get that DUI, I wouldn't be here today, and I could say that <laughs> um, because it was once I got the DUI, it was like it, they broke it down to me at court. It was like either you could keep drinking or you could just be on probation instead of doing 15 days in jail. And so um, at that point, yeah, I was on a alcohol monitor bracelet for nine months. Um, I'm on probation until 2025. And that's when, when that happened, October 7, 2019. That's just when I was like, Mikey's closet, this is blowing up. Like, mm -hmm. I need something positive for me to do while I'm um, doing the sobriety. So AA was great, but I was like, I need something to make money because I wasn't working, couldn't keep jobs. And my health, with my mental health, I'm also epileptic. So my seizure activity with the alcohol, bringing that on, it was just a mess. It was a disgusting mess that I still can look back on and just can't believe it. And so, yeah, when it got down to the DUI, I was like, okay, because in the deep of my addiction, I wasn't talking to family. I have a huge family here, and I wasn't answering phone calls. I wasn't doing anything. I just was shutted them out. And so, um, like, I had a niece who was a huge part of my life. Um, but at that point, I was just not coming around because I wanted the bottle. And so I was like, I need to do something positive for her to look at me for. Like, it was bad. I mean, she was handing me cans of beer. Mm. Like, that's not okay. Mm. Like, not okay. And so I was like, I need to live. Like, these, and then I got a second niece. And I was like, I got to live for these girls. Mm. Like, that's who I'm, that's where my priority is, is these girls. I don't want them to see me or lose me due to an addiction that could have been avoided and mm -hmm. stopped. So 
I was like, okay, let's hustle. Like this is, I'm providing for my nieces. That's who I'm working for. That's what Mikey's closet is for. So when I do pass or leave, that's something I could leave to them. And so I got back into that family. I love my family to death. I talk to my dad, my aunts, my sisters, my sister every day. So like I'm such a family person and just. <laughs> well, I'll say this though too, uh, Michael, thank you so much for being so transparent with mm-hmm. us. I mean, because this is sometimes what, it, it, this could be life-changing for somebody out there yeah. who sees themselves in your story. And, and this really um, is what this show is about. And I, I say it every time that I have someone on who is sharing something because you're coming from the heart mm-hmm. and we never know how that could resonate with someone out there who may be dealing with alcoholism and being like, whoa, wait a minute. Do I need to wait till I get a DUI? Do I need to wait till I have the ankle bracelet? Like, do I need to wait until I'm being monitored in mm-hmm. that regard? Like, so I just, I'm, I'm so grateful to you sharing, but also that, you know, there's something you said here about the anchor of family and you seeing your nieces and knowing hey, this is the next generation of my family. In order for them to really understand who their uncle is, I got to show up better for them. There's something so special about young people in our lives, whether it's chosen family or, you know, blood family, uh, you know, there's something that's so special about understanding, wait a minute, what example am I setting? What path am I setting? It really does click in for so many of us when we have young folks around us. Um, Tell us a bit about what Mikey's Closet does. Okay, so Mikey's Closet, I first started out as just doing um, resale. So I was going to Goodwill on Mondays, $1.79. And I was just, I only do women's shoes. So um, worked in retail for a decade. Um, So I knew what sold and I would do that. And then once my DUI started, I that's when I brought in the custom t-shirts and the custom tote bags and just a whole different um, line of Mikey's Closet. So that's when I was really getting my creativeness out. And so um, now it's the, I do the resale still, but now it's just the Mikey's Closet, the custom clothing, all of that. That's where my heart is now. And um It's just amazing that I found something so positive to save my life and, you know, make a living and just, I'm just blessed that I had the opportunity to start a business because a lot of people don't. And I caught my addiction at a right time, like it was time to change. So Mikey's Closet, it's my baby. And... Um, like I said earlier, like it's for my girls. Like I want them to see, oh, Uncle Coco, that's what they call me. <laughs> I want to see Coco like do this and do good. And I send them customized gear all the time. So I just, they love, I, <laughs> I love it. I mean, when you think about, uh, you know, doing something you love, taking your experience from retail and saying, you know what, I have an eye for this. I have a knack for this, right? Um, the way that you connected with customers in the retail world gives you a full on foundation for your own customer base. Tell us a bit about how you're really bringing your retail experience out there in, in the market to Mikey's Closet, because there's something unique about doing custom designs, mm-hmm. but you got 
got to know, you know, what are the trends? What would work? Yeah. Okay. So with my retail experience, I did consignment at um, Crossroads and Two Big Blondes. Shout out to them. And um, so I had an idea of what's trending, what's selling, kind of that, and also following media, celebrities, all that. So um, yeah, just following that, I knew the trends and then just catchy sayings and slogans. That's what really was my favorite kind of thing. Um, like, don't trust a Karen and all that stuff. <laughs> I have shirts like that. So it was just having fun, any kind of idea, bringing it to, bringing it to the table. And then I just had a lot of inspiration from my best friend, T-Dev, Tweets. Mm. And um, she just is positive. And she got, I learned off of her creativity. Like it was already there, but she was in there. So I was like, okay, I want to be like her. Yeah. Hey, you know, shout out to T-Dub. Come shout on. Out. Like, <laughs> hey, our queen here at Converge. Uh, we yes. love T-Dub. But, you know, uh, I think that there's something so special about this market when it comes mm -hmm. to customization. I know that uh, my mom is a customer yes. of yours. And she just hey, told me, she's like, you know, hey, I just had to go get some more shirts from Michael. I mean, there is something special about knowing someone like mm -hmm. you, too. Because when something pops up in your head, you're like, oh, my gosh, I need that on a shirt. Yes. I I am pretty big about that. So now you're going to be in my Rolodex oh, for yes, that as please. well. Uh, but, but I also think too that, you know, when you think about growing a business, I love to ask people like, how are you getting yourself out there? How are you dealing with that competitive market mm -hmm. of customization um, and, and, and grow, allowing your business to grow because you're thriving in your business mm -hmm. and in your purpose. Tell us a bit about some of the things that you do to really connect you to that customer and client base. Um, so one thing that I really like to do is just last minute kind of sell. So people know that, like, cause you go to the mall and try to get a t-shirt, it's gonna be like $40 same day. Um, that's one thing that I like doing is, cause I wanna be, I put myself in the customer's position and I'm like, okay, I want it done now, a few hours, I want it now. So that's one thing I do for everyone. Nice. And then also just with growing, I work one-on-one -on -one with the client. So, um, so it's not just me communicating through the website. I prefer doing private message or even a phone call just to really get an idea of what they want in the piece. And then from that point on, I just stay in contact with them. I send them sketches of what I had in mind, what they would like to add, what they want to change any of that. So I just give them the best customer service that they want and just connect with them. And then word of mouth is how I'm growing. So like you said, your mom, I know she tells people, uh, yeah. know my family throws me out there, friends too. So it's all just, it's good word of mouth because there isn't too many companies like this. So that's that's awesome. And, you know, there is something about the expediency of your service. Yes. Uh, my mom says she talked to you. Next thing she knows, she was picking up the shirts. Mm -hmm. That is a, a real niche that you're creating in the market because um, oftentimes it's at least a few days. And if you're yeah. going with someone that has a, a, like more wholesale stuff, 
you're talking a few weeks out, yeah. right? And so that's really uh, special that you were like, you know what? I'm going to do something that allows people to get stuff same day, um, you know, quick turnaround uh, and also have something that they really want, right? Like yes. that uniqueness of mm -hmm. what they're trying to get. Um, and, and I love the story of my mom. She, she's like, look, <laughs> I, you know, we lost my dad. Everyone knows. And, um, you know, she said, I'm going on a Tracy Love yes, tour. The Tracy Love. And so she connected with you <laughs> for these shirts. And when she showed me, she was so excited so because excited. she was able to travel the country, go to family and friends' houses, get loved on is what she was, you know, her whole purpose was I'm gonna go just get loved on by my people. And she's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna gift them with this shirt, yeah. you know. And so she had a specific design. I want you to tell us about some of the shirts you created for her Tracy Love tour. <laughs> the Tracy Love tour. So <laughs> Um, for her, I made her customs that I'm on the Tracy Love tour. So I made her, I think, two different ones, yeah. different colors. So, like, she wanted the big and the blingy. So yeah. I made it boom. And <laughs> so did those for her. And then the other ones that she was giving to um, her friends as she traveled was I was a part of the Tracy Love tour. <laughs> So it was all about the Tracy love and I love me some Tracy. So I was like, I'm doing these up for my girl. Oh, so yeah. No, she was so excited. And uh, when she had this idea, again, it is the expediency of your mm -hmm. service. It's first of all, knowing that like, wait a minute, I got somebody I can connect with mm -hmm. on this right now, right mm -hmm. away. And they're going to get me something that is fabulous. And mm -hmm. she just loved it. You know, so she was like, yeah, I was rocking my shirts everywhere. <laughs> I'm on the Tracy Love Tour. I was giving the, uh, all my people. They're a part of the Tracy Love Tour. She just talked about it and talked about it up. And I know that that is really one of the key ways to grow our small businesses is word of mouth. So so I'm so glad that we could share yes. your background story. And again, your transparency is really, really key here because I'm so proud of you for taking you. you seriously and your life seriously. And thank God for your sister having your nieces yeah. <laughs> so that you have this amazing family anchor to really tie you back to your purpose here in life. Mm -hmm. Shout out to you, Michael. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> if folks are trying to figure out how to connect with you, they need custom shirts yes. out there. People are doing family shirts for the holidays, yes. all kind of things. Let Look right there and let okay. them know how they plug in with Mikey's Closet. Okay, so you can find me on my website, uh, Mikey'sCloset.shop.com. My IG is um, Mikey's Closet Shop as well. And, um, or you could do my personal IG at uh oh Mikey O and Michael Rhodes on Facebook. And yes, I'm out there. So. Yeah, right on. Well, thank you so much again for sharing your inspiring story. Kudos thank to you. you. Keep growing, keep shining, keep thriving. You'll be hearing from me soon. I think oh, I'm yes. Okay. <laughs> I know your mom does. <laughs> Oh my goodness, you guys. Of course, once again, another amazing, inspiring message to all you lovely people out there. I'm checking myself because I keep saying you guys and I keep getting told, stop saying that. So I'm, you're going to hear me try to check myself every time. But all you lovelies, I mean, this is what I'm talking about when I talk about inspiration. Y'all know I'm going to wrap it up right after this short break. Stay tuned. You're watching The Day With You. Welcome back, everybody, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. What a great start to winter solstice today. 
you guys know inspiration is one of my key themes here. And I'm so inspired to hear this background story of Mikey's Closet and Michael Rhodes, who just shared with us something so personal and intimate, but yet it was so necessary because we never know who we may be touching out there. And this goes for all of you. When I'm encouraging you all to see yourself as part of the solution, it could be just as simple as sharing your story with another person so that they can be inspired by what you've gone through. Maybe they see themselves in your story. Maybe you saying something is the spark that they needed to reach their greatness or to get themselves out of a dark hole. It's really, uh, you know, serendipitous here that, you know, Michael was here today sharing his inspiring story, story of getting out of addiction, of having an anchor to grab hold of him that allowed him to pull himself out of that. And I was just starting the show with winter solstice. So I want, uh, Curtis, if you can just drop those links again, this is a time and, and I'm telling y'all because people ask me all the time, what are you doing? What are you doing? Here are, are some resources for you. Again, you guys can check out a whole course that will really guide you through a 21 day, uh, session of you utilizing the energy of this time in the planetary cycle to really change your behavior, change your thoughts. If there's some addiction you're dealing with, um, I'll be very transparent here. For me, this was one of my very first winter solstices was me dealing with weed. And I was able to give it up completely through this process. So I'm telling you, Michael was sharing his story. There's something that we all need to hear about what we need to do to better ourselves, to better our lives. And y'all have heard it here from different experts. You guys have been hearing it from our resident life coach, Curtis Calhoun. You guys heard from Haru Chayez Amen when we were having our Haru Hill segments early on in this show. You guys were hearing this from so many people who come on talking about the importance of our mental health, our physical health, and our spiritual health that also involves our psych. So much of it is in the mind. So again, there's that link there if you're wanting to take the next step to go into this 21-day course of meditation. But also, if you need more information, Tonight at 5 p.m. our time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, there is a live Facebook that is going on to inform you about the qualities of this time held by none other than the world-renowned expert, uh, Shechem Shechem Ra'unefer Amen the first. Again, someone who has been practicing this for almost 50 years now, um, publicly out in the community, and really so many testimonials of people who have changed their life for the better by really utilizing this time. So I leave you with that message. When I think about what it means to see yourself as a part of the solution, it also means that we have to better ourselves. We have to dig in deep and find our purpose. And when we do, we are shining bright like the stars we are. I promise y'all. And so this is a great time for you to dig in deep and learn more about who you are. Of course, for me, y'all, until tomorrow at 11 a.m. Peace. 
Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.